Hello, sweet sister. Good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today. I am so, so, so excited to share this with you. So I have been reading the devotional, Grace Looks Amazing on You, 100 Days of Reflecting God's Love. That is by Amy Seifert. Um, If you don't have it, go get it. I love this because there is a small devotional each day, and every single one is really short, like one to two pages, and it always opens up with like a catchy title that she takes away from what she's writing about, with a verse and a grace reflection for every single day. And this morning I was reading it. I'm on day 46 and I was like, okay, God, I hear you. And I don't know about you, but I have felt exactly what this message is going to say when I read it to you in just a minute. I have felt this so deep in my soul lately, but I haven't been able to really, um, interpret it in the way where I could understand what he was calling me to do. So this one is called Brave Enough to Sit, and it opens up with, Jesus and his disciples came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. That is Luke 10, 38 through 40. And here is the past, the rest of the reading. It was bold of Mary to stop, to sit, to listen. In the first century, her designated place was in the kitchen, serving, preparing, hosting, and welcoming. But she was drawn enough to Jesus to cross the gender lines drawn for her. Like a peaceful protest, she abandoned others' expectations of her and sat down before him. And that's just the first paragraph. And I'm over here like, okay, so it's bold of her to stop. It's bold of her to sit and listen. How many times do I actually do that? It's a very strong gut check. (laughs) Continues to say, I like Mary. She is braver than we give her credit for, given her culture and time. Women were never invited to join men at the male-dominated table of learning and philosophical debate. So Mary invited herself to be with Jesus. He had come to her village and with his disciples, and her sister Martha invited them in for a meal. But instead of helping Martha in the kitchen, Mary moved to where the action was and listened to Jesus speak. Martha wasn't having it. She felt abandoned and left to host this group on her own. So she marched straight over to Jesus to tell him about it. His response to Martha and her frustration. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. That is Luke ten forty-one through 42. And as I read that, I can recall and think of right now so many things that I have been, that I am currently worried and upset about, and God is pressing me and telling me to let go of those worries because those are not the concerns that our heart and mind need to be focused on. So it continues to say, what are we to do with this moment? The fact that women are even present in the narrative of Jesus's life is a big deal. It's no secret that they were seen as second-class citizens during his time. And here we see Jesus, a famous rabbi, validating Mary's actions and worth, showing her kindness and respect. Grace showed up in her house, and she clung to it. But let's not forget Martha, 
She is brave as well. She comes before Jesus with her full frustration at having to carry the load of entertaining on her own. She holds nothing back and tells Jesus to instruct her sister to help her. Jesus doesn't blink an eye at Martha's frustration. He doesn't chastise her bubbling and boiling over emotions. Instead, he gives her a gracious and simple truth to take her long list of responsibilities and reduce it to one thing, himself. His words to her essentially say, I am in your house and I love you and I want to know you. Come sit with me. And personally, I think those lines are so powerful just to know how many responsibilities that we can put on, our, on ourselves or feel obligated to. And God is telling us, hey, here's the one responsibility that you actually do have. It's me. I'm here. I'm waiting for you. I love you. I want to know you. Come sit with me. Let the others go. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, I had to sneeze. But if you are not making him your main responsibility, your main priority, the others are not going to fall into line with what makes our own alignment. And that was such a good reminder for me. So anyways, it continues to say, doesn't grace often look like a gentle word to a griping heart? When it comes to the time we spend with God, of course, we can't just sit around all day ignoring everything else, but we can certainly swing the pendulum the other way by stopping our busyness, sitting with God, and learning from Him. Often, it's not for lack of an invitation that we don't come to God. It is for lack of stopping, listening, and taking our full selves to Him. And that, again, is so powerful because it's not that we haven't been invited, right? God invites us multiple times daily to come sit with Him. But it is our own lack of just taking action upon that. And taking action upon that is being still. Stopping everything else and listening to what He wants us to hear. I also struggle with being still. Okay, so it continues to say, Mary's strength is her bravery to leave her cultural norms behind. Martha's strength is her ability to come with her real self, all of it, before God. May we learn from both of these women when grace comes knocking on our door. And here's the grace reflection. What about Mary and Martha strikes you in this story? Whom do you relate to more and why? So I think, honestly, that I relate to, hmm, I don't know. I think I relate more to Martha and feeling like I have to make sure everything is taken care of the right way. But in reality, it's like, hey, remove all of these other responsibilities and just focus on the time with me and being still. Um, so yeah, I would say that I relate more with her. I would love to hear like, who you relate to. So reach out to me. Let me know. You can find me on Instagram, Amber Juliet, J-U-L-I-E-T-T-E, Hyatt, H-Y-A-T-T. Um, I would just love to hear a little bit about your story and, you know, if you relate to Mary, Mary or Martha and what really helped you from this devotional today. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.